Welcome to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. I am Riley, and this is my co-host, JP. Yo, yo. Welcome back. So, the way we do these episodes is we're always going to start with what we like to call an old-school topic, which is anything with the comics that's at least 10 years or, yep. or, or later, or earlier. Right. 10 years or earlier, right. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. comics move pretty fast, so 10 years is a pretty good line of demarcation to go, hey, anything that's 10 years or older, we're going to classify mm-hmm. it as old school. And that doesn't mean that anything between the 10 years is off the table. Not at all. Not at all. There's always exceptions, and maybe something ties into what we're going to talk about. We made so, our own rules here, so yep. we're allowed to break them. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And then our second thing, usually our middle part of the show, will be covering something that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. So it can be shows, movies, basically anything. We like to show that we're relevant. Yes. Yeah. We like to keep up with the times. Mm-hmm. And then we hit something future. So something upcoming, something we're excited for, something we want to pr- make our predictions on. and Yeah, just, it's fun to speculate, yeah. right? And then, uh, you know, years from now, when we're massive celebrities, we yes. can look back and prove how wise we were by showing how much yep. we knew before even happened. After movie four. Right. Yes, right. and in between the, mm-hmm. the, sh- the television series. Yep. Um, a lot of time between yes. now and a couple of years at least. Yes, at least. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then it'll be fun too once we get to that point where it was a future topic mm-hmm. and then we can kind of like, once it gets to the current, be like, okay, well, this is not at all what we thought it was going to no be. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be the most fun part. Absolutely. And then good things. And then 10 years from now, then we can be like, hey, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> right, draw from the archives, refresh, rehash, re-enjoy. Just like the best kind of leftovers. Yeah. Absolutely. So for today, our old school topic we're going to be talking about is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Mm. This fancy dancy book. You bet. Um, and then for our current current days of things, we'll be talking about WandaVision. Yeah. Um, because I just binge watched that. La- finished binge watching it last night. Appreciate your commitment to yes. it, by the way. Well yes, I do what I need to get done on the podcast unless, unless that is publishing the podcast. <laughs> you can't rush these things. No. Greatness takes time. And then uh, our future thing, I am all over the place You're tonight, good. You're but good. the future You're thing is going to be about the upcoming MCU slate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot to dive into there. There is a multitude of publicly known projects that are at the very least on the table if not already in the works by Marvel Um, so plenty to at the very least touch on we'll dive into the few that kind of stick out to us in particular so it's going to be a great episode Riles I know I'm excited absolutely it's going to be fantastic so should we just dive right in let's go Winter Soldier Um, so why don't you kind of start you read it most recently been a while since I've read it, but it's still pretty fresh in my mind. Kind of give me your initial initial thoughts, right? So I went into the Barnes and Noble, yeah, not knowing what I was going to pick up. Okay, and Barnes uh, Noble's a great place, yes. one of my favorite places. Yes, yeah, and I would what was oh yeah, I was looking for like Age of Apocalypse, sure, and sure. couldn't find it. Yeah. So then we settled on that bad boy, and uh, I never read the comic before the movie. Mm. So I, I have the backwards perspective of that, sure. where I watched the movie first. Um, it's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. the movie is very focused on Winter Soldier, which it should mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what and that's what I love about it because that's one of the, makes sense. That's the yeah, name, right? Absolutely, Winter Soldier. So Captain America and the Winter Soldier. This book is basically about Captain America and this um, Russian guy, and he's like the son of a, another Russian dude that Cap fought alongside of in World War Two, but mm-hmm. they had very different viewpoints mm-hmm. towards the end of the war, um, and in their battle, obviously. Right. Um, and so that Russian son, when he's the whole his whole aspect throughout this entire book is how can he mess with Captain America? Mm-hmm. It was never like full on war between the two. It was psychological warfare. It's like how can I mess with Captain America here and here? And then he uses the Winter Soldier as basically his his hammer, right. pretty much. Yeah, and it wasn't really even for anything other than like personally feeling like he had bested Captain America, right? I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't trying to make Russia better for him. No. I think it was, maybe at best, you could just say he was trying to show that, like, like he's the embodiment of Russia, and Russia and the United States have had this decades-long yep. competition that started with World War II, that kind of unhealthy partnership that as soon as the war was over it's like all right we're transitioning right into the cold war where we're just pointing nukes at each other and Mm -hmm. seeing who pulls the trigger first fortunately nobody did that's why we're here and can do the podcast but uh kind of seems like that's his character's role is just embody that old school russian ideal of wanting to beat the united states and of course captain america's captain america he's the embodiment of truth justice in the american way so who better to to humiliate to prop up Russia just from a morale perspective. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that, like, I shouldn't say it bothers me. Yep. But it's like, it. this dude never had any direct correlation with Captain America mm-hmm. besides, like, his town being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And his town got destroyed because of the Red Skull, not because of Captain America. Right. So to me, that was always weird and a right. little funky. But, hey, you do you, man. You're whatever. Um, but uh, what I learned, actually, a few things in this book, though, too. Yeah, what did you learn that you didn't know going into it? Well, it was cool how they dive into the Captain Americas that took his place after he died. Yeah. Which I had no idea about, and there were two of them. And they both died in the line of duty. Mm -hmm. And they weren't, like, super soldiers like he was, so I believe. I think that's right. And I also learned that he had another, like, Bucky. But he didn't, like, go as Bucky. He became, like, Nomad. He, he Cap gave him that role. Right. So that was really yeah. interesting to me. I didn't know... I don't know a lot of, like, Captain America's, like, close, like, weird, obscure relationships. Yeah, it's not like Spider-Man comes to mind. Yep. Where there's been various iterations or reimaginings of... You've got your standard Peter Parker. Everybody knows that origin yep. story, who he is. But then there's so many other like branches if you will of that character right that have gained their own popularity their own following and it feels like the captain america comics history that they tried to do that in some respects with captain america mm-hmm. at different times and it just never took and so <laughs> they do it in comics do they kill them off like well yeah. it doesn't work dead and what I mean, captain america in this too is uh he's not like your boy scout mm-hmm. like you see in like the movies right at this point in time He's on like a like on a tear. It's war, man. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like going after people. He's mm-hmm. not afraid to kill people. Like mm-hmm. 
And I think the opening sequence, he tosses like three people off a train. Mm-hmm. That'll like, kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. And like goes after a dude on a helicopter or something. But like, oh. he's talked to about like his reckless abandonment. So, and Agent 13 has way more of a part in this than she did in the movies, which I actually kind of really liked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if she just won't get down this rabbit hole, but I wonder if she's going to pop up in the the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. And I wonder if she's going to have a more pronounced role. May just kind of be something light. I I don't know. See, that's the question. I'd be okay with having more of her. Good character. That's the question. I like the actress, too. But I'm wondering if she will... Is she going to start dating Bucky now, or is she going to start dating Falcon? <laughs> There's only one of the two. I'm going to say Bucky. That's, that's also, my prediction. You, Bucky's you also my that? prediction. Okay. Bucky's All also right. my prediction. I bet All they right. save somebody else for Falcon. There you go. Like maybe, I agree. I don't know. It's hard to see Falcon settling down. Bucky is a little bit more in need, I would say, emotionally, so it's a little bit easier and, to see yeah. him <laughs> all the latching trauma. on. All the trauma, man. Need someone to comfort you from all that trauma. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, I digress. But what were but like, yeah, she was a pretty pronounced part in yes. this story. Yep, yep. She and played then, a big role. Uh, and then also too, because there's there's also this like little side story with like Crossbones, right? In it. Right. And like I didn't yeah. real like right now in this just reading this by itself, it's kind of just a weird insert mm. into it. So it'd be curious to read it down the line. But he yep. basically he goes and finds Red Skull's daughter. Right. Which I know she's like prominent in some storylines and stuff, but yeah. So the crossbones and what's Red Skull's daughter's name? Sin. That becomes yeah. a big factor moving towards the eventual death of Captain America. So kind of in the interim, right? Winter Soldier ends, and then the next story begins prior to Civil War, and that's a lot of crossbones essentially, as it shows in the Winter Soldier rescues Sin, takes her out of her psychological rehab and essentially undoes all of the the good that has been done to repress all of the nastiness mm-hmm. that Red Skull had kind of ingrained in her. So she essentially reverts right back to being this psychotic, murderous, like, awful person. Thanks to Crossbones. Great guy, Crossbones. I didn't know how loyal he was to Red Skull either. Pretty loyal. Yeah, because I thought he was just loyal. like a I thought he was just like a hitman. Honestly, he could have, you know, hitched his wagon to so many other horses. He picked the skull. Um, questionable choice. Oh, it's always questionable. Maybe he burned too many bridges, did a poor job of networking, and so the red skull is all he had. So, left. so he's I like, know you know what? Works. Nazis are cool. Right. <laughs> is that right. What he thought? That that may have been where he went. Tough, tough angle to go with. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's weird in this story. It becomes more fleshed out and yeah. more rewarding. Um, the more it builds out, and Crossbones ends up being a pretty significant factor in the whole, not just death of Captain America, mm-hmm. but then as Bucky starts to take on the mantle, per Cap's request, Crossbones is one of the primary adversaries isn't, that Bucky has to deal he's with. He's the one who took him out, isn't he? Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now, do, we, do we want to get into, I mean, this is a great story, and it turns into a better story as it goes on, um, until they decide to bring Captain America back, do you know how they decide to bring Captain America back, Riley? They say he got shot with time bullets. Yeah, I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> but go ahead. Time bullets. I feel like we're so, going to get into a very... Um... Not actually dead, but trapped in time with time bullets. 
So Batman. As good as this story is. So Batman and Darkseid? Is that the same, kind of a similar thing? It would. It's not as good. It's just. It's a tough look. It's a tough look. They do a lot of great retconning here, bringing Bucky back, and I, I can't imagine neither you nor I can really appreciate what it must have been like for someone that had been tracking with the Captain America story for a while to have all of a sudden gone, you know, I'm reading the story and, oh my gosh, Bucky's here? He's the no. Winter Soldier? Like, we just kind of take that for granted yeah. because we have seen the movies, right, you've seen the movies, you've read this comic, and it's just kind of a, it's a cool twist, Absolutely. but it's not, it's not nearly as impactful for someone that was a, a Cap fan for a while and then to see that retcon... Nonetheless, still really rewarding. Still a really, really great idea. Like, hey, let's bring Bucky back and let's make him a badass former Russian assassin. Which is dope. It's with, great. With, with an arm. With a robot arm. With a freaking robot arm. Don't forget the robot arm. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic yes. little twist. So, I, I love it. I think the Winter Soldier character that comes out of this story um, is great. And it has obviously shown how sustainable it is because Bucky hasn't gone anywhere. Like, he's been mm-hmm. a part of the, you know, we're in the old school where he's introduced, but he has remained a part of the comics continuity for, when was this story published? I gotta, I gotta look at this here. I'm gonna take a peek. I think it was 04. Yeah. I think it was 2004. That sounds right. But I could be wrong. Uh, that, that sounds right because pre, pre-Civil War. Let's find out what we got. Well, my thing is, does he still go by Winter Soldier, even the comics now? Yeah, that I don't know. I'm assuming yes. Anything helpful here? Really Which is kind of a bummer. They need to give. I think they need to give him a new name. What would you? Uh, what would you name him? What would you rebrand the Winter Soldier? Um, probably the Summer Lover. You know, he's just outside in the heat. He doesn't have to deal with the cold anymore. And he just loves everybody. He doesn't have to shoot anyone. That idea may die at the at the writer's table. Oh, maybe. But, on, a, uh, on a serious note, that's great. I, on a that's serious great. note, I actually wouldn't mind him taking up like the nomad mantle. Right. Just have him go as nomad. Maybe not the extravagant blue and yellow cape. Look at you, two thousand four. Well done. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. But, That's why we're here. Yeah, maybe not like a blue and yellow cape or anything. Maybe sure. like an updated, sure. like... Something a little more something practical. Something that fits Bucky. Yeah. Got to highlight so, the metal arm. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. It would be kind of cool if he kind of did, like... I'm thinking of a gladiator look. You know how some gladiators kind of had the... I don't even know what the heck to call it. But, like, half the chest exposed. Like, bare chest. The other half covered yeah. by armor that's clearly useless if half your chest is yeah. exposed, but expose the, the chest that has the armor. Yeah. That has the metal arm. That'd be great. That would be sweet. Make him a freaking gladiator. I mean, even his look right now in Falcon and the Wish Soldier, from what I've seen, what I've Shoot seen... Shoot him with time bullets, send him to Rome, yeah. back in the gladiator era, and let him do work. That's how you do time bullets right. That's true. That's how you that's do it true. right. Freaking time bullets. You know what I'll I will never hope, get over that. You know what I would love them bringing back though for him is the mask from mm. Winter Soldier, you bet. Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. Just that yep. whole mask is sick. That is like legitimately. They don't need the war paint, no. but just the the mask. And that's so cool. Let's let's sit on that for a little bit. All right, masks. That is actually an effective mask at shielding's one shielding one's identity. The mask where it's just the hey, it covers your eyes. 
Yep. No. No. Actually, no, that's I, not doing squat for you. I think that started my love for like the half mask here. Mm -hmm. I think what confirmed that love was the uh, Red Hood costume that he currently wears for the Outlaws. So he's got instead of the full you keep talking about, I'm gonna look it up. Instead of the full red helmet, yep. he goes, you know, the Robin mask for the eyes, and then he's got the half Red Hood mask like this, okay. and then he wears an actual hoodie with a vest and everything. Sure, that right, this one right here is that not sweet. That's a great look. Yes. You bet. And then... Uh, you can drop the hood whenever it feels he, impractical. Because he cut ties with Batman, too, so the symbol is a little bit different on okay. the chest. Okay. And then, look at that. Look, that's the best one right here. Yeah. If you go yeah. to the... Okay. Because he rocks a crowbar. Anytime <laughs> you can incorporate a crowbar... He's like, you know what? This is what, it, it this is what killed me, and now I'm going to use this to kill people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really confronting your fears. Uh making lemonade out of lemons. Yes. And controlling what you can control. Absolutely. Can you control you got killed by no. a crowbar? No. Now that you're alive, well, can, can you, you use a crowbar? Yes. And you just did. That's he, fantastic. He realizes how effective it was. That's a legit crowbar sheath, by the way. I know. I'm telling you. Look, that he, has that, to be custom It's made. one of my favorite it's like incredible. new uh, new costumes for for people, and he got that after. That's rebirth. That local Menards. No, I mean, they don't sell crowbar <laughs> sheets. No, that's terrific. And that looks like a katana. Yeah, or some. He's some got sword. a very. I'm getting a very teenage mutant ninja turtle like Casey Jones vibe from this. Like Casey Jones uh, yep. had a clone baby with right. Raphael. Right. Yeah. Right, and I don't mind that at all. No. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But. Good call on your yeah. part. So yeah, great mask for Winter Soldier. Yes. So hopefully they bring that back. And Practical, effective, good look. Because I, I honestly hope we get that whole soldier vibe from him in this one. Mm -hmm. And just let him go. Because one of my favorite scenes great. is that like disc bomb that goes underneath Nick Fury's car and right. blows up. Right. Cause, and that's his entrance. That's his entrance. Actually, his entrance is catching Captain America's shield, I believe. No, you're right. Oh, you're right. That right. precedes it. Yep, he doesn't catch Captain America's shield until he shoots Nick Fury. A few um, minutes later. That's right. Yeah, about ten minutes later. That's right. So I know you're on point there. That's a great entry. I need to trust my instincts. Great entry. And really well done in the movie, right? Because they don't... I mean, in Captain America, the first Avenger, Bucky falls off the train, which, as we noted earlier, typically kills you. Okay. Bucky, a little bit tougher than the rest, survives. Mm -hmm. Kudos, Bucky. Um, but they don't really do anything to suggest to your casual viewer that this guy's coming back. Yeah. In any way. In any way. And so when the Winter Soldier makes that appearance, it's really effective. Because mm -hmm. aside from those of us that have read the comics or knew ahead of time going into it who that was going to be, um, that was a really cool, really well done like effective reveal of this character yes. and you don't know a lot about him but you see him that slow motion walk the whole cool guys don't look at explosions thing <laughs> absolutely pulling off very well there although he is Mark Wahlberg is wearing a hat there it is um, great great entry but and one more thing we should yeah. touch on because yeah. the way Bucky dies in the book is totally different than in the movie because in Good the point. book it, instead of a tr well instead of a train yep. it's a plane but it's like a bomb on the plane and or something like that. Not that falling off the train isn't yes. like realistic for him to live, but if he's literally stuck to the bomb... Yeah, he's stuck to the bomb. The, the guy's plane. dead. Yeah. 
His arm but, didn't just come off. Everything came off. So yeah, anyway. But he holds. got off in time. <laughs> in time where he just lost his arm. And then he f- was frozen in water till right. he was brought back. And they erased his memories and did all the stuff they did. Oh, and he was a kid. And it wasn't right? Hydra. Like, kid, young man, no, not Hydra. True. But he was also a teen, let's say. Right? Whereas in the movie, mm-hmm. he and Steve are the same age. Yep. If And Bucky kind of took care of him first. Correct. Correct. And also... Yeah. So a lot of inversions there. Which, hey, it's fine. It's your own version, your own interpretation. But yeah. another thing, too, is they go into, like, you know, Bucky's like, oh, we want to encourage kids to get into the war. Right. But on, right. like, the darker side of things, he was... Straight up assassin. Yes. That's what he was made for. Straight up slit and throats. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and the Russians are like, yeah, we need an American guy because he's going to mm-hmm. blend in perfectly. No one's going to attach him to Russia. Right. So, right. yeah, I don't know. It may, it, in a lot of ways, that makes more sense. That retcon piece in the comic is a lot more... And you understand why they did it, right? Because Captain America and Bucky, you're kind of initially pigeonholed in that these characters were literally introduced back yes. in the 1940s. And for that whole propaganda purpose of positive vibes for kids about the war, a little unsettling, I think, to think yeah. about right now. But for them to retcon it and go, no, no, this guy actually uh, could kill people really well. Oh, yeah. Um, while a little bit unsettling, because it's like, yeah, but how old is he? It also, it makes sense in that, in the sense of why is this kid being allowed to hang around with Captain America? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Captain America needs to be able to be unleashed as that super soldier. And if he's having to watch out for this kid that's not really capable... That really neuters his ability to do what he's capable of doing. So it, mm-hmm, absolutely, it was a good practical change, if uh, if a bit weird in the sense that again, it's like this is a freaking teenager. Oh, like, for sure. But then again, you have Batman who just adopts children all the time and constantly. just puts them on the front lines constantly. Mixed results there. Monster. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good monster. We like him. This is probably a good good time to transition to one Let's do. Absolutely. Let's do it. So. Flippin' WandaVision, you binged it. Yep. I got through it first, um, so I'll take the I'll take point on this yeah, one. Yeah, go for it. So, nine episodes altogether, right? Yes. First two episodes were released initially, um, and my wife and I, we watched them as they came out, which, which gosh, it's just the worst way to watch it, to watch a show. I, worst I, way to watch it. When I binge-watched it, I was yeah. like, I don't think I could have done it, because yeah. I don't know if I could have stayed, not that I... No, I would have. I would have powered. I would have powered through yeah. because of Marvel, but like, yeah. it was a slow start. Yeah, and so what was really fascinating, Riley, is that so first two episodes come out, they end after you know, we watch them, they end, and I'm going, okay, uh, I've got trust in Marvel, but I don't know what's going on here, mm-hmm. and so my enjoyment levels at a pretty pretty modest on a scale of one to ten, we'll call it a five, where it's like entertaining enough, but mm-hmm. I don't know where it's going. And my wife, Lindsay, she was probably closer to like an eight or a nine because the you know the show was calling back to old TV shows, yeah. shows that she had watched growing up with her mom. So there's that nostalgia value. So she was enjoying it more so. And I think as the show progressed in more and more of the Marvel, uh, just going to call it, uh, what's the right word, structure yes. revealed, yep. right? Like my enjoyment increased and then when the show concluded... Um, I think Lindsay really appreciated the show mm-hmm. for what it was, but she enjoyed it less just because it was such a like somber conclusion, mm-hmm. right? And I enjoyed it a lot, not because I enjoy sad endings, but that's who Wanda's character is. That's the Scarlet Witch. She's a tragic character. 
She doesn't get a happy ending. Nope. Ever. Nope. In the comics. Like, not once. It's always Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. It really is. 100%. That's, that's Wanda. Wanda's Charlie in this situation. And it was so, I thought, like, so well done from a character development perspective. From where the show started to where it ended, I thought there was a lot that took place with how they fleshed out the character of Wanda. I thought her costume as the Scarlet Witch. The new was one is fantastic. fantastic. It was incredible. It was fantastic. I didn't expect them at all to go that close to the comics. And like, even that was well done. And even then it's not like that over exaggerative nope. comic. Nope. Not cartoonish. It's that perfect movie take where yeah. it's not like the it's not It's like the original X Men movies leather outfits that are cool yes. and practical, but enough of the costume flair like with the little horns yes. that it was yeah, a little attitude there, a little sass. It was the perfect mixture of comic accurate and yeah. comic inspired. Yes, absolutely. So, costume was terrific. Um, I don't think we're done with the with the villainous, right? Agatha Harkness, I, I don't which think, I like. Yep, agreed, agreed. I think there's too much there to just kind of dispose of her, and I think they're pretty clear with the the strong hints where Agatha's telling Wanda, you're going to need me, and Wanda says, well, I'll know where to find you. It's like, if that's not a suggestion that yeah. she's coming back... I don't know what is, um, so that was that was cool, and I don't know how I feel. I guess about Vision's definitely not done in the MCU. Oh no no no, definitely no. not done, and he just leaves. I I feel pretty neutral about that. Yep, I do because, and we can actually talk about this more when we get into the future slate because we'll we'll mention the Loki show that's coming up. One of the great things about Infinity War and Endgame, not great as in, boy, that's the best, but there was some gravity there. Like, Vision straight up died. Twice. Yep. You felt that. That's a tough scene to watch. And so I don't like the time bullets effect, if you will, of, oh, we're just going to bring that character back. Um, But... I'm going to hold on to that loosely. I feel neutral. I don't feel strongly against. I don't feel strongly for. Um, But I do feel like the show sacrificed some of the emotional impact by bringing Vision back. Now, I say that, and it was still still impactful when Wanda is saying goodbye to her version of the Vision that she created. Um, that That was sad, like genuinely sad. But at the same time, we all know that, well even though Wanda doesn't know, Vision's straight up out there. Yes. Um, so, good good show. Good character development. Um, I'll be fascinated to see where it goes from there, but I think just in its own self-contained season, it was it was better than it should have been. Yes. It's, it's, it's Wanda in the Vision. Yes. Like, it's the Scarlet Witch in Vision. How does that happen? Yes. So there you go. There, there's my initial thoughts. What about you? So, I'm just going to start off with what I really liked... And I'll go into what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So what I really like, I'll start with Agatha first. You bet. I didn't. I don't really care about her as much. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. But and I, I have one main problem with her. But the fact that you know she kind of like. Hold on, where was I going? This. Oh, that they didn't kill her. Okay. I'm, I'm very glad they didn't kill her. Yep. Because. Yep. Marvel tends to just kill off their villains, Ooh. and there's some villains that I wanted. I wish they would have kept around. That's a great point. Like, and they kept her yep. around, so that means yep. she's gonna have significance later on. Yep. And like you kind of said, so I'll be interested to see with that. Right. And that's kind of where my problem comes in, is because you know we see a little bit of her origin, right? But we don't know 
how she's been alive that long, and we don't know what her motives are. A lot of time passed between the 1600s and the uh, 2020s. Yeah, and we again, we don't, like, what, yeah. why are you power hungry? Like, why are you going into that? Did you just, is that your only thing? You're just like, I'm going to rule the world, or you want to be the most strongest switch? Like, I don't... You know what she's been doing this whole time, right? Yeah, exactly. She's, she's like, got game. And you, you were just chilling out until, like, Scarlet Witch just happened to be born, and you just happened to see her on the news fight Thanos. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't I understand that, that, I guess. She's... she's like this self-imposed exile or sidelined like she has to have been doing something so yeah yeah for sure right because has to have been. that's but that's like yeah we get a little bit of her origin but we yeah. don't i don't know what her motivation and drive is so that's what bothers me right um right. and then uh uh i love that they introduce her kids uh-huh. the twins i think are going to set up for the young avengers which we could possibly see. That'll okay. be their. Okay. That'll be Marvel's Teen Titans. I can't see that getting like a huge movie line, maybe, but a TV show. I could see yeah. that op, op yeah. working well. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see here. What else? Um. So you think the kids are coming back? Yeah. Oh, the kids are definitely coming back. Okay. Because okay. she. That's that's the only thing she's focused on right now is getting the kids back. Mm. You that's know. Right. That's right. I almost forgot about yeah. the story. Exactly. She's hearing the kids. She heard the kids. That's wild. She heard the kids. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, okay, she's going to go after the kids. Right. Um, she's going to meet the, the new Vision again. Of course. At some point. Yep, they're going to encounter each other. I hope he goes back to the green. I don't know if oh, I... Oh, yeah. The white's cool, yeah. but like... Yeah. And then... It's not sustainable. White gets dirty too easily. you got to have some color in there. Yep, absolutely. You're just going to start looking... You don't want to be dirty. dirty. No. And you're no. going to have to take a bath at least three times a day. Yeah, not sustainable. But, uh, but the other thing is, too, with that is... The guy who rebuilt him. I don't understand his motivations either. He just wanted a weapon of his own. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that, I agree. I and, agree. Like, he that just, got a little muddy. And he just took shots at kids. Can we talk about that for a second? He's like, ah, eh, there's two children. No holds bar. Shoots look. bullets. Really tough like look for whole, that fella. A whole round. Emptied the clip. And there's no reason why. No. He just sees him and is like, bam, let's go. I don't understand. So my really cowardly move. Yeah, and right? my, really cowardly move. Like, who's the most helpless here? The kids. Yeah. Targets immediately. Yeah. Excuse me. And I guess my question for that is, yeah. I mean, it does show off uh, like Monica's and the kids' powers a little bit. True. But what Still I didn't not know. A good look for that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know what. Uh, I didn't know if he was an originally uh, an original character created by the show, or if he was a comic book character. That they adapted. Okay. You, because that's that's something I was curious about. Because I was like, he's arrested. Right. He could come back. But as what and as who? Because sometimes Marvel does that. They'll throw in characters you've never heard of and are like, oh, yeah, we're going to build out this. Like He seems kind of like a throwaway. Like, he yeah. seems like the throwaway bad guy. But Well, kind of like point, that one guy in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Dude. Where he's just like that weird thief guy, you know? Like, your yeah. gangster guy that's just kind of there in the middle. Right. But, uh, yeah, so... I mean, yes, he right. brought back Vision, but I think the most promise out of that whole show is going to be Monica. Okay. Her power set looks really cool, mm-hmm. something we've never even come close to seeing on show. Sure. With the spectrums of light and stuff. Sure. So I'm really excited to explore that. I could care less about her showing up in Captain Marvel. Yeah, because I think I'm going to... On her, on her power set. Oh. It, was a, it was a lot of teasing. A lot and, of teasing. And by the way, when... Wu said Captain Marvel. She was not amused at that name. 
So True. something happened in that time frame with her True. mom and her and Captain Marvel where she has nothing to do with Captain Marvel. And I'm assuming it's her just because, because... I think Captain Marvel is easily, thus far, the least likable MCU hero. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, and I'm not saying she's terrible. Is that where I'm going with this? I'm just saying that out of all these characters that have been introduced, she's the toughest to get behind. She's the toughest to go, like, I would hang out with that person. She seems like well, a tough hang. And this is why. Because that whole portrayal of that movie, yeah. she has one emotion the yeah. entire time, and that yeah. is ar- arrogant ass. Yep. That's yep. that's legit it. Yep. She's an arrogant asshole. Yeah. Hard to embrace that. Yes. But back to back to WandaVision. Right. So I'm trying to think of if there's yeah. anything else I wanted to yeah, touch. Yeah, director Tyler Hayward, that just feels like a toss away. No offense to anybody named Tyler, but it just seems like an easy one to just kind of dismiss and say yep there was that guy he's no longer a, no longer a factor so I'm trying to think although kudos to yeah. him like they did get the vision back up and running yes yes but that's with Wanda's speed. powers true yes true yeah but to get it that close uh, that takes some that takes some doing but what I also like yeah they come out and straight up say she's stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme so we direct. know going yep. into Doctor Strange 2, yep. because she's going to be a huge player in that movie, right. she's going to be the powerhouse out of the two, which is insane. And by the way, he's supposed to be getting his new his own comic accurate okay. suit, which is going to be sick, okay. but we'll get back to that later. Okay. Yep, we'll but, future Slate talk. That'll yes. be good. So, uh, yes. So she's going to... Like, her power set is from this show is mm. just showed really shown really well, because we don't yeah. go into that part of a death right. with her and her powers right. have always been here yeah. which is what I, her backstory in this is fantastic that's why I love the last two episodes the second to last episode yeah, that was a great episode it's all great about episode. her you see her interact with the Mind Stone which kind of unlocks everything in there yeah. just but how about the fact that she had abilities before the Mind Stone I, I think that's that huge coming. I didn't I think see that's that coming. huge because because they probably won't do it mm-hmm. but you can easily make her a mutant again, mm-hmm. and it will be it will make sense. Mm-hmm. It'll make sense. Although we have no idea what Quicksilver's side of the backstory is, but still, that's yeah. huge. And Quicksilver yeah. could very much welcome back in Doctor Strange too. Certainly, I can see that happening. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty fascinating to see. It sure seemed they teased it so hard with Evan Peters showing up. Yeah, as as Pietro as Quicksilver. They tease the heck out of bringing mutants in, and then they just never they never opened that door any more than that little crack. Absolutely, case. that was it. And so I'm really curious to see how they're going to bring mutants into the MCU. It'd be fascinating if they inverted the uh, the House of M storyline mm-hmm. where Wanda goes, no more mutants. If she instead, <laughs> I don't know why she would be inspired to do this, but she just says all kinds of mutants, right? Or yeah. there are so many mutants. And all of a sudden, she just, like, gifts hundreds or thousands of people with these abilities. Maybe that's asking for too much. Maybe that's a terrible idea. Who's to say? Honestly, but, with her, it could be. It could be. But, like, yeah. I think it'll be... Well, two things. One, I think it'll be, like, some immersion of the multiverses come together where it kind of, like... It's the 616 and the Ultimate Universe kind of like okay. meshed together a little okay. bit, not a lot. Yeah. Where they brought Miles. There. Yep, they brought Miles into the, the original, like the sure. mainstream, which sure. I love. Don't get me wrong, I love that. Okay. But, uh, and also, I think one big thing I think we I really want 
is Mephesto. Mm. I think this just sets up perfectly for Mephesto to come in, which, in case you're wondering, that's Marvel's Satan. He's not a good guy. He makes Cedar, right? he makes Cedar, yes, he's a bad dude. yes he makes yeah. he makes deals that benefit him in the future, who benefit like for benefiting other people. It's the monkey's paw in a way. There you are. So, yeah. yeah, for him, and that could be very much. I think that's exactly how we'll get Quicksilver back if we get Quicksilver back in any way. I think it would be through Mephisto. I think and Wanda's I Wanda's gonna make a deal with oh, Mephisto. I think Wanda would go with it. Wanda could easily make it. I can. Okay. She's that kind of character that yeah. tragic enough, broken enough, yeah. desperate enough. And she had, and that's another thing. I love her progression. It goes through the guilt. Yep. She admits that she didn't mean to do this, mm-hmm. which at first you're like, oh, she totally meant to do this because that director guy was right. just like, eh, yeah, she totally did this. And that was she, quite a revelation that it was a genuinely unintentional yeah, thing. But which just this outpouring of guilt and the memories. Yeah. Which that town will never forgive her for, but in the same sense, it's like... Just fair. You have all that power, and you can't control that? You, mm-hmm. you, come on. Mm-hmm. You gotta give her a little slack. But yeah. I think yeah. at the I think at the end, it just builds on so much potential, because she's got, she's got that big old magic book that we don't know what it does, and I'm sure it's in the Marvel comics, and I have no idea what it is, but... What do they call it? The Dark Book? Something like that. It was something pretty basic. But, and she's certain... She's searching... She's power-reading like Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, yeah. and she was in two places at once. So, I don't... Scarlet Witch is a lot of potential. Yeah. So, and I, I like that. And Vision... Elizabeth Olsen's great. Yes. She's fantastic. Like, couldn't have seen this coming when her character was introduced in Age of Ultron. Oh, Not yeah. just all the things they are going to do with the character of Wanda in particular. But Elizabeth Olsen, um, I haven't seen her in anything else, but... For what I have seen her in, strictly Marvel speaking, yes. crushing it. Just she, crushing it. I love how she went back and forth from like an American accent to this, her f- foreign accent. Right, right. And shout out to Paul Bettany. Like, he had to wear a lot of hats. I know. A lot of hats. That was, that was impressive. And just reading some interviews with him, he's genuinely excited that the vision is alive, Riles. Like, he's all about those oh, yeah. time bullets. He's like, let's go. You got yeah. me at the time bullets. I'm in. I'm here, <laughs> and I want to be in the MCU for a while. Um, so, in case, who knows? in case anybody's wondering, this episode will be called Time Bullets. There's no, it's non-negotiable at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, put it in stone. But I, I was impressed with him. Like he had to show, you know, I'm no thespian, but he had to show some range. Oh, for sure. Right, and he uh, he did a heck of a job. But it's cool also to see an actor, you know, where I think there's a gen a genuine weariness that takes place sometimes yeah. with. You know, I'm thinking of Chris Evans, who's, I'm sure, very happy to now hang up the shield and just move on from the Captain America mantle. So nothing against Chris Evans, but it's encouraging for me as the fan to see a guy like Paul Bettany that's been around the character for a while, since Age of Ultron, to say, hey, I'm raising my hand. I'm in. Let's keep doing mm-hmm. this. I'm not hopping off the Marvel train anytime soon. So I, Him and Chris Evans. That's great. There you go, right? He's like, I'll keep right? playing Thor till they tell me not to. Yeah, that's... That's cool. So, so old King Thor. Let's go. Let's go. Break but, out uh, that destroyer arm. Yes. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else because I felt like I had one more thing, and I'm just not. But no, that's to a, it. that's a good recap on your part of what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, I feel like it's been a more divisive show than it perhaps needed to be. Yes. Like I think it's objectively good. 
You don't have to watch it and go, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen or encountered. It's definitely not a rewatcher for me. Not for you? Not for me. I would I could go, it again. I could go without. If I'm, if I'm going to go rewatch it, honestly, it would be for the last two episodes. Okay. I'd go rewatch the last two episodes. I think I'd skip the first two episodes. For sure, I think I started I see, the third I would, episode. I, almost, I want to watch the first. I, I want to watch the whole thing again, so I would rewatch it. But I want to see the first two episodes to see like what teases I missed, like what yeah. hints for what was to come. But I get where you're coming from too. Little fun fact for you: so uh, Paul Bettany mm-hmm. married to Jennifer Connelly, okay, and Jennifer Connelly also in the MCU, unexpectedly. Voices Friday, right? Voices Karen. The suit lady oh, Karen. in Spider-Man Homecoming. So it doesn't voice Friday, but close association, right? A little Star I knew Tech it was there. something. I knew it was yeah. something. Oh, so that's, good on them. That's what I wanted to good say. Because in that flashback, when you see the Stark Industry bombs, right. I was so sad. I was like, oh, it was Tony. And I was like, hmm. this was probably before he was trapped. No, no, maybe not. I can't. I, I wonder if that was pre-bunker or post-bunker. Maybe pre-bunker. It could have been pre-bunker. Yeah, because what would we guesstimate? She and PH She's got to be in her twenties, right? They got to be early twenties. But when that, when the bomb hits their, oh, they're probably their eight. Apartment, right. And then by the time they're introduced in Age of Ultron, twenties, got to be. So about twelve years have passed. I think that's pre-Iron Man. Which I'm like, yeah, still sad. Still not a good look for Tony. And then they sat there and looked at it for two days. How did she not hate him? Understandable why she was initially uh, not a fan of the Avengers. Oh, Makes for sense. sure. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. Um, Does it make you wonder? Like, they never got into... So, and I know we're going a little bit over time No, here. you're good. So they explain, okay, Wanda had abilities pre-Infinity Stone exposure. Yep. Right? Yep. Pietro? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. We don't... Right? That's what I'm saying, like... We don't know what we don't know what his side of it was. They're the only two that survived all those experiments. Everybody else is dying. I gotta believe that he had Egg. some latent or maybe not even latent's too strong, or he had some abilities that we hadn't had an opportunity to see that again just get amplified by the Infinity Stone. Mutants, straight up. Gotta be straight up. It's gotta be. I have to say, listen, the X Men movies, they are all over the place. I like most of them. Some of them I strongly don't like, but most of them I really like. I would love to see Michael Fassbender continue to carry the torch as Magneto. What a great Magneto. What a great... I, I like the original Magneto, Magneto too. Absolutely. I think they did but good Ian, on both ends. Ian McKellen was terrific. I think he's... No, no shade. Too old. Too old to come yeah. back from that. Um, time just does that to you. So, you know, if, if it was... 20 years ago when he first took on that mantle, you bet. Let's see him do it again. But I love Michael Fassbender's yeah. uh, portrayal. I'd love to see more of it. See, and I don't know if we're going to get that. Probably not. But And see, I would love to see him as a Doctor Doom, too. But then again, I think... And I just yeah. think that's because he's such a good actor. Yeah. He could honestly he's do great. it. I he's think they'll great. pick somebody different for Doom, and that's great. Yeah. But I would... I hope they do hit him up and be like, all right, how do you feel about going up against, like... Tom Holland and uh, <laughs> Benedict Cumberpatch. Does that sound like right. something you might want right. to do? That's a good segue, I think, into the future slate because something that, you know, we'll get into what Marvel's announced for the future, um, but what they have not yet announced for the future at all are any 
tangible, for all the teases we got in WandaVision, no tangible mutant-related shows or movies have been announced yet, which, listen, fair enough. Like, they do need to take their time and do it right. Yes. But, man, I those characters are so... There are so many worthwhile characters to explore um, that I'm just anxious for it, right? Like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, yes. well-documented, objectively awesome. Um, Michael Fassbender was fantastic. And there, there are other portrayals that now I'm just blanking on drawing the associations with. Um, Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique was solid. Like, they went a very different yeah. way with the character. Not when I could be recasted. Yeah, okay. okay, fair enough. I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was worthwhile. I didn't I especially liked how they tied her in as an initial ally of Xavier. Yes. Right? A friend. That was unexpected. I liked that. For so for the next anyway. X Men, what I would really let's, let's see what you got. really, really love. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't know about Dreamcast, okay? But I will tell you this. I want a better Jesus. night I want a better nightcrawler. I want an actual really good nightcrawler because they put him in X Men Two, and they're like, "Nah, we don't need him." He was one. great in X Men. Yeah, and I didn't like, mind him in X Men Two. Would you say, is that what you want to see in Nightcrawler, or what you saw in X Men Two? Do you want something different? In than that? some way, okay. I just want more like comic Nightcrawler because I love Nightcrawler. Yes. Like yes. you don't need to go for the elaborate like black and red with the yep. ginormous shoulder pads. Let's right. not do that. But right. like, why not? And then. Um, I would love, I would love Gambit, and you can mm. call the guy who played Gambit in X-Men Origins Wolverine to have him do it, except make sure he has a Cajun accent. The Cajun accent's a must. Agreed. But we need, like, a good, we need a good Gambit. Isn't that Taylor? And I would like a really good rogue, and I mean, like, Southern Belle rogue. Okay. You know what I mean? And, like... You, were you a fan of the original portrayal of rogue? That we it was had? okay. I... Like she didn't want her powers, but yeah, she like I would I would have loved it if she would just learn to embrace it and like sure. control it. Sure. But a th- that thing is too like you have Captain Marvel already established. Yeah. You can easily have her and Rogue clash, and she gets her power set, and it makes sense. You know. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other X Men. Like I'm I love that Deadpool two did Juggernaut because Juggernaut's one of my favorite X Men villains. Yep. And honestly, if a lot of great villains in yes. the X Men. Oh, for sure. There are so many, so many fantastic villains. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. There's any other X Men that just needs justice? And I can't. I like the night. If I got the Nightcrawler from X Men Two, I'd be, I'd be pleased. Yes. More of it. Yes. It sucked, and it was the, it was one of multiple examples in those movies of where the producers and developers of those movies effed up, which yeah. is, hey, we've got this awesome character that we introduced in X-Men 2. He has some fantastic scenes. The yep. character portrayal is solid. we got a lot we could develop there. Hard pass. We're good. One movie was enough. Excuse me? That, that's, that, that in and of itself is enough to have X-Men taken away from you. Like, if you're making those movies and you make that mistake, you mess that up, you're done. And can we not, you're like, done. can we also not, like, kill Cyclops off? Can we like keep him around? You know, you know what I mean. X Men is so bad. And then have Emma so bad. Have Emma Frost in there too, like because you know she's she's cool, like and then get that whole like love triangle thing going. She was in there in first class. Yeah, in first class, and And she was all right in first class. Yeah, but like, you know. So like I said, I'm anxious to see him. (laughs) I'm okay with Marvel taking their time. 
because if they can avoid the obvious pitfalls, I mean that X Men should to be make a sense. X Men as characters with the storylines that are available to you. That is the equivalent of a freaking layup in basketball. Make your layups. Make your layups. And I think I'm not going to get all political on here, but Do if they want to take advantage of of the political landscape, mm-hmm. X Men's perfect time to drop now. Yeah, pretty timeless opportunities in those characters. Whatever touchstones you want to settle in on and just kind of hit that nerve, it's yeah. right there for Go you. Go in and make your money. Yeah. Okay, so we established X-Men aren't happening. Yes, for now. Shame. So let's just... Let's, let's you want to just go straight down the list? Yeah. We'll just start we'll from kinda, the top. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to rapid fire through this list because there's a lot. And then okay. we will, we'll come back... Onto the uh, onto the topics or shows, movies. How do you want to want to delve? How do you want to rapid so fire? I'm just going to rapid like fire initial through thoughts? this. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm going to rapid fire through oh, all the titles. Oh, you're going to all of them? Just because the sheer volume. Okay. Is overwhelming, so it'll give us the good feel for it. Um, and we're going to go kind of date range here. So we're starting chronologically with what's coming out this year. Yet, all right, multitude of projects coming out this year. So here's what's coming out in 2021. Loki. On Disney Plus, Black Widow the movie now in July is the release date, and also on Disney Plus. There, there you go. Correct, both. correct. Good call. Um, what if? Don't know what the frick that is. Oh, I do. I, we can get into okay, that. Okay, we'll get into that. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, Spider Man Three, Ms. Marvel Disney Plus show, Hawkeye Disney Plus show. That's your 2021 slate. That is a lot just in 2021. So. And thank the Lord, we're back into it. Let's go. All right, 2022, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special (laughs) on Disney+. Plus. Holiday Special, you can expect that to be the tail end of 2022. So that's 2022, a lot. Hope it's not like the Star Wars one. Oof, oof. All right, 2023, (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, the rest of these projects have date TBD listed, so I suppose what that could indicate is that, in theory, any of these could still have the plug pulled, right? A lot of time between now and TBD, but nonetheless... I think they've all been confirmed. It's just... They've been confirmed. I'm just saying that could change, but nonetheless, here's what we're we're being told is happening. Uh, Let's see. Disney Plus... She-Hulk. Sorry. She-Hulk on Disney Plus. Secret Invasion, Nick Fury series on Disney+. Plus. Did I skip over Moon Knight? You did. Thanks for bringing me back there. Apologies. Moon Knight. That's a big one for me. That's a big oops on my part. Blade. Let's go. Deadpool 3, Fantastic 4. Then I Am Groot on Disney+. Plus. Armor Wars on Disney+. Plus. Iron Heart on Disney+. Plus. A Wakanda series on Disney+. Plus. A Crying Baby in That Room. And Echo on Disney+. Plus. That's a lot, Riles. That's yeah. a ton of content. A ton. And even even if we were just, just like, worst case scenario, all that TBD stuff gets wiped out. Look at all this stuff coming out. Oh, yeah. We're going to be kidding? solid for a few years. Are you kidding? It's going to be great. That's unreal. That's one, two, three, four Disney Plus shows this year. And what is so that? So much three, content four to cover. Movies. We're going to be making these podcasts for a while. And at least this, this year. This is going to keep us in business. <laughs> at least this year. So hopefully you enjoy it because otherwise, I guess you don't have to listen, but why wouldn't you? Well, we'll just cry ourselves to sleep. It's not that big of a deal. No, it's all um, you really. 
So. All right. So tell me what sticks out to you. Let, let's let's kind of go year by year. So 2021. What are you most excited for okay. this year? So there's two out of here. Actually, three. Three out of. Oh, That's wait. fine. Pick all six if you must. Yeah, I will. Go so Loki will be interesting because we have no idea what they're going to do with that. It looks Owen like Wilson is in it. Owen Wilson is in it. Owen Wilson. That is the biggest information That's you need to take guy. away from it, That's and you need guy. to watch it because it's Owen Wilson. It's fantastic. Wow. But anyways. <laughs> Well done, well done. Um, well, I heard I heard some concept of like it's Loki going back in time and like influencing like historical figures. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen necessarily. Do you think they're going to bring it back? Like, is this is this time bullets? Are they bringing it back into the fold? I, like Loki at the end of this, he's in, he's back. Well, with to do with your time bullets, I think he gets caught by the time police because he's right. out of place and things right. go wrong. So I don't know exactly right. how it goes. I'm talking like at conclusion, do you think that Loki, at the end of this show, Loki is a relevant part of the MCU moving yes. forward? Or they tie him off and say, well done, Tom Holland. Or Tom Hiddleston. Did I say Tom Holland? Yes, you did, but that's okay. Tom Hiddleston, thank you for the correction. Well done, go off and be the next James Bond. I don't like think that... I think they'll bring it back okay. because basically you're getting a free, like soft reboot with Loki mm-hmm. because you get Loki back without all the character comp- progression so you're getting the trickster god back in what he was before right. before the end of Thor 3 before in, into Infinity War where he yep. just gets choked to death sacrifices himself for Asgard so I think Hopefully that's what yeah. um, so here's yeah. here's the what if series yeah okay and so, you're excited for this I know nothing about okay. it so I'm looking so, forward to what you you know the what if Marvel comics right where they would be one shot and like for instance, it'd be like, okay. what if Spider-Man became the Punisher? So it'd be Spider-Man as the Punisher, so he's both. He's like a mixture of both. Okay. So this is going to be on the lines of that. Yeah. It's all animated. Yep. Well, the best part is all the MCU actors are coming back to voice their characters. Really? So a few of the concept episodes, okay? Okay. I'm intrigued. The first episode is, what if Peggy Carter got the Super Soldier Serum? So it's her as Captain Britain. It's going to probably follow that what-if story where um, Howard Stark builds a suit for Steve, and he uses, like, an Iron Man suit, so he's kind of like the first Iron Man. Nice. Um, there's another episode, if and it was like, what if the Ravagers picked up uh, T'Challa instead of uh, Chris <laughs> Pratt? Peter Quill. Yeah, right? Peter Quill. Um, That's great. Another episode is something to do with zombies because it shows Captain America as a zombie, and it shows him against Winter Soldier. But, is and Winter then, Soldier a zombie at this time? As far as we know? No. Like they're both no, zombies? No. It shows Winter Soldier as Winter Soldier. Yes. And then it and shows then Captain, Captain America, America as a zombie. zombie. Okay. So I have no okay. idea how that works. Sure. Um, and that will be the last performance we will see as Ch- of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. We'll be in the What If series. Because wow. he already He's voiced already his parts. Work. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Fascinating. That'll be the What If series. That's cool. I, I'm, all, I'm all about that. Like we touched on last week with kingdom come kind of that idea of a standalone alternate universe the freedom that comes with that for and for an artist or an author to say hey here's what's known about these characters but let's make some significant changes keep some of the core principles but play with some of the boundaries there there can be some fun ideas that come from that doesn't always work right sometimes mm-hmm. they flop but i think that's a concept worth exploring so an, an, another one, Shang-Chi. I'm only going to touch on this one yep. because I'm praying, and I think it's going to happen, we get an actual Mandarin adaption mm. and not a fake Mandarin adaption. 
because try and retcon that at all in um, movies? Well, so there was like the... I don't know if you, you saw like the one-shot clip or whatever. Where, I don't think I've ever actually watched it, but I feel like I've heard it discussed enough to have a but, solid enough idea of what it is. So this guy who was pretend Mandarin and he was yeah. in prison yeah. and basically gets confronted by some uh, other prisoners and he's like, yeah, so the real Mandarin knows that you're dead and he's not very happy about it. Mm-hmm. So the real Mandarin's out there and I just wish he would have just been the actual Mandarin, but that's for another day. Yeah, didn't enjoy that about Iron Man 3 at all. No. Didn't enjoy that. Real real letdown. So good opportunity for them yes. to bring the genuine Mandarin into the fold. And the last one I'll touch on is Spider-Man because I just have to touch on Spider-Man. Yep. I, who knows what we're going to get out of that? We really don't know. There's rumors There's rumors that Ned will go down the path of Hobgoblin at the end of this one. Oof. Tough turn for Ned. I yes. hate to see that. I've enjoyed him as the, yes. as the lovable sidekick. So he's good gonna, buddy. Good friend. So he'll be like the Harry Osborn of the original Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, man, I, I, would, I would hate that. I would not be okay with that. I'd be bummed. I would I, be bummed. If, if it's like legit, like it sounds like he's just going to lose his, his mind. Uh, that that's rumors though. Don't take me for like seriously on that because I like I said, I don't like it. there's rumors that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back. That'd be fantastic. That would I be will, hilarious. I will cry. That would be. Hilarious. I will legitimately cry tears, and it will be of joy. I was going to ask. Okay, joyful tears. Those are the best. Oh my god! If I see old man Spidey and it's Toby Maguire, <laughs> how can I not cry? Can I just highlight because any opportunity that I do have to highlight Spider-Man 2 Tobey Maguire Doc Ock that is still one of the best superhero movies that has been made easy for it to be shuffled off to the side but that movie standalone fantastic and they really phenomenal stuff and like the fact that they built up that mentorship relationship with him and Otto and then watching that turn of Otto which is why that Ned one might be really hit home because it's like you watched him be best friends with him. Now they're going to have it that, would be that emotional it would tie. Be That's probably why I'd be so upset because I, I like my guy Ned. Because, great because there's no sign of it. There's right. no sign of him going off the deep end. Right. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what would cause him to do that. Yeah. But I always kind of had that feeling they might turn him into a hot coupling. Really? Well, that's because that's his character in the comics. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was the first Hobgoblin. There's okay. like seven Hobgoblins. A lot, but, of them. a lot of them, right. And honestly, I would That's love okay. a different Goblin. you got to have one, and the Hobgoblin hasn't been done. Sure. And it's not like we're going to get our fifth Green Goblin, so it's Oof. it's fine. Will but Will um, is still carrying that torch, man. Yeah. Freaking Will exactly. Terrible costume, but great. great it was good goblin. for what it was, good but time. I would good prefer I prefer a comic more accurate. Yeah. The, I, I need the purple. The hat. mouth moving underneath the mask yes. that wasn't moving was, was tough. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You done in twenty twenty one? You got more you want to highlight? No, I think that's it. Just uh, I'm looking forward to Spider Man yeah. three. I, I'm yeah. interested to see what that would bring us. I that's think great. honestly, it will end on a bad note anyways because it's called No Way Home. So I think something's gonna go bad in mm. some sort of way. Okay. I don't know in what aspect. It might be with Ned. It might be in some other aspect. Yeah. But I think, well, because Spider Man is that perpetually tragic character, right? Where things yes. never actually get great for him. Yes. They're good it's enough. It's the old he Parker per- luck. Right. He perseveres. They've really not gone down that route so far. Yes. They've kept things fairly light, mm-hmm. you know, fairly in his favor. He's had Tony Stark on his side. He's got the, you know, the Stark mantle at this point, the access to all that technology. So, really, the conclusions at the end of each movie have been largely solid. The, uh, 
unmasking at the hands of uh, I've got Mephisto in my head. That's not right at all. Magne- uh, nope. Right? Mysterio. Magneto. Mysterio. All these moons. And uh, O's. Mysterio. Yeah. Good villain, by the way. Yes. Well done in that movie. Good job, Jake. Yeah. Well done, Mr. G. Uh, he, he's been a, a... It's been a pretty positive character. Really light-hearted. And that could be quite the twist if, well, they, if they go down the path of... Yeah, sorry. And, this is going to be tough. And why I think it's going to be tough, too, is because... you got to remember, Doctor Strange is going to be in that one. He's going to be taking on the Tony oh Stark role in this. Okay. And we have a weird trilogy where it's WandaVision, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. That's been confirmed. Hmm. We don't know the path they're going to go on. But, I mean, come on. Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Spider-Man, you're not telling me that's a weird trio to keep together and like have fun with? Very weird. Because so, those stills are them saying they're in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Hmm. So okay. it'll, it'll be very interesting to see. And that's why I think Spider-Man will end on like a crazy sad cliffhanger sure. because it'll kick right in Doctor Strange okay. because he'll be fixing his problem Scarlet Witch will be fixing her problem yep. by getting her kids back sure. and then sure. Doctor Strange will be doing whatever the whole main storyline yeah. is and Spider-Man 3 comes out December 17th of this year Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness booked currently for March 25th which he will so be taking a year from to, almost a year from today and he'll be Real taking close. on Nightmare and that nice. which okay. I have no idea really much about that he's in one of my son's comic books but who knows Um, why don't you get why don't you get 2022 yeah i'll give you 2022 i really took over in 2021 no you're good real quick loki i'm down for that just for owen wilson love that Uh, owen wilson my guy if he shows up as lightning mcqueen in this i'll lose it that's great that's great i'll take owen wilson or just says ka-chow morning noon and night one time black widow i'm just curious to see it at this point like uh, Scarlett Johansson did a great job with that character, so I'm just kind of curious, particularly because of the time in which it's set. Like it's supposed to be set between the end of Civil War and Infinity War, so I'd like to see what, I, what they were up to. I want a good Taskmaster. There you go. So I'm excited for those two. The rest of them, I, I'm not going to say I'm like excited for exceptionally. I'm going to see them, okay? Mm-hmm. Except for what I am excited for, Hawkeye. I'm excited for that show. Love Jeremy Renner. Yep. Enjoy the character of Hawkeye. So, I'll, and we're getting I'll watch Kate a Bishop. Show, right. I'll watch a show about Hawkeye dishing arrows left and right. So there you go. There's my little poke. And one more touch. I think it. It, Eternals, it. and this is all I'm going to say about the Eternals because yep. I don't know anything about them. That probably has the chance of being that phases Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. And mm. I'm just going to leave it at that because I have no idea what it's about. And that could just take yeah. off like Guardians did. Yeah. Again, this, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. That you have, I'm just going to bring it back to the X-Men. You have the freaking X-Men at your disposal. But Marvel has done such a great job at world building yes. that they're breaking out Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We wouldn't have gotten what? that without this. What? Eternals? What? Yeah. They, they're they just printing money, doing what they want to do, and we're, we're the beneficiaries. So Absolutely. Fantastic. All right, 2022, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Bar none, what I'm excited for the most. Bar none. Because they are embracing the storyline that has Gore the freaking God Butcher and my boy Christian Bale is coming into that role. Now, here's the deal. No slight on Christian Bale, but in these movies, sometimes actors get overwhelmed by the... uh, the makeup and the costume, they kind of get lost, right? You don't really see the actor, you just see the character, which is the point. So I'm not saying that because it's Christian Bale, that character is going to be great. 
But Gore the God Butcher in that comic run with Thor, phenomenal bad guy. So tough. So tough. Pushes Thor to the brink in that comic, as you know, Riles. Gore does work on three different Thors. You've got <laughs> young Thor, you've got current Thor, and you've got old King Thor. And it takes all three of those Thors to just barely beat Gore the God Butcher. Just barely. Like, he's that tough. That is ridiculous. So, I am stoked, stoked for that movie. And don't Pumped. and don't forget about the Necrosword. Right. And that has right. so much lore in itself that that 100%. opens up other stuff. Hundred um, percent. Also, I had a chance. So I, I got so excited when I read that comic with Gore the God, which I kept mm-hmm. on going down that line with uh, with Jason Aaron. That's the author of, of that particular. He had a run. great run, by the way. Great run. And so I got into the the portion where Thor loses the ability to, to hoist Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Jane Foster comes into that role as Thor. And I enjoyed that a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. A lot more. The storytelling was great. It made it a very uh, natural transition into that. It did not feel like a... Forced? Yeah, it didn't feel forced at all. Didn't feel forced at all. Felt like a very organic part of both Thor Odinson, mm-hmm. that character, and then Jane Foster... I still haven't gotten far enough down that comic path to really know, okay, exactly why yeah. all that has happened. But seeing her wield the hammer, take on that power of Thor, pretty and, entertaining. So I'm looking forward to seeing that in the movie as well. And Natalie Portman will do a great job. Yep. And yep. never forget, Chris Hemsworth is not losing the hammer. He will still be Thor. People are freaking out that he's going to lose the hammer. He's going to be done being... He's not going to be done being Thor. In fact, I can... No. Honestly, with Jane, I could honestly see them going the route where she becomes a Valkyrie. Because that's what happens later on. Right now, she's a Valkyrie. Okay. Okay. So, we'll see. Yeah. So, that, that's far and away what I'm most excited for. Um, also very intrigued. I think at the second place, there's a gap between first and second for me. But Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. With what happened in WandaVision, knowing that that is going to lead into, as you already said, Spider-Man 3 and then Doctor Strange... Very curious to see where that goes right now because I want to see what happens with the character of Scarlet Witch. Um, Doctor Strange a great, is a great character as well in the MCU, so there'll be some good things, I'm sure, coming with his character in there. Spider-Man's been done really well by the MCU so far, so a lot of good reasons for that one. Um, There's just so much potential with it. They yeah. could honestly go out and do what DC did and be like, okay, here's our different universes, and yep. then now they can just throw out whatever show they want and it makes sense. 100%. So... Black Panther 2, it, it's just, like, it's sad that Chadwick Boseman passed away. Yeah. It sucks. Um, most importantly for him and his family, like, that, what a crummy, crummy thing. So you've got to be grateful that you're still breathing. Like, if you're alive and you've got people that are in your life that, that you love and that love you, can't take that for granted. It will definitely be a love letter to Chadwick in this yeah. one. And, you know, we yeah. were going to get Shuri eventually as Black Panther. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. We're going to get it a little earlier than we wanted. But yeah. I think... She's gonna do very well. I yeah. like the girl. Who, I like the girl who plays her. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad they're not recasting T'Challa. I thank think that's, the Lord. That's the right move. Just have Namor be the one to knock, knock him out. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Let it. Somebody on that level. Namor or Doom. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody. You can establish somebody's presence like that as a villain mm-hmm. right off the bat if they kill off. I mean, it wasn't really by choice necessarily, but in the, the story, you know. It'd be interesting to see how they handle that. Like, if it'll be a an adversary that took, took T'Challa out, or if they go a very 
different route. I'm not going to lie to you. If they show her in the spirit world talking to him, I'm probably going to cry. How could you not? That is... How could you not? That is... You have to. Almost. Yeah. You know? I would cry. Pretty unreal. Just have to settle in on that Chadwick Boseman piece. Unreal that he did not make it public. That, that's crazy to me. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Um, not not crazy in a bad way, but crazy toughness. Yeah. Crazy humility to not... He would have been very justified to have made it public and to have taken on the attention that would have come with that. The fact that he chose to keep that private tells me, among other things, that he just... He didn't want to make it about him. And he didn't want that to define the end of his career. Yeah. Um, He's so like, I don't... Of, yeah. A lot of respect for that guy. A lot of respect for that guy. So... That's what I'm most excited for in 2022. Um, Ant-Man, I still can't believe there was a first Ant-Man movie made. I still can't <laughs> believe it. But I love Paul Rudd. So Paul Rudd's amazing. He's great. Um, He's great. I, will, see it. I was going to touch on that movie before we jump to yeah. the rest of it. Hit it. Um, we're getting Kang the Conqueror in that. Ooh. Did you hear, hear about You're that right. at all? Yes. So... Yes. And I think he'll kind of be like Loki in the sense where he'll drop, he'll be the villain, they'll keep mm-hmm. him around, and then he's going to fight the Avengers. Yep. yep. So that's something to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that out of the most of it. Yeah. I am not excited but curious with Captain Marvel 2. I think there is a lot of room, a lot of opportunity to make that character Better. More enjoyable. Yeah. Just make. I'm hoping Monica's in there. I really liked her. Yeah. I really like Photon. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what she, they're going to go by I think, first. I, I think there's hope because I think about how much Thor has become more enjoyable yes. than the first Thor movie. Yes. He was very. Uh, but Chris very Hemsworth is an enjoyable man. Absolutely. But they let him be enjoyable yes. as the movies progressed along. The first one, it's like, hey, bro, so be, be this guy that wields the hammer and. Uh, Keep it as tame as you possibly can. So the more they've kind of taken the reins off him, the better off that character has been. Um, so there's opportunity. I'm cautiously optimistic that the same people that have done that with the character of Thor yes. can do that with Captain Marvel. Because um, that should be an enjoyable character. That should be a character that we can get on board with. Um, or not. Have, I don't, I don't like her in the comics either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Maria Hill either in the comics, but... Maria Hill's not very likable. I don't like Maria. Pretty consistently unlikable. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's let's move past 2022. All right. So we're we gonna do our take 2023 in the TBD. What what sticks out to you there? What are you what are you excited for? Well, Deadpool three is gonna be way too obvious for me because okay. Ryan Reynolds okay. and I can't wait to see if they give him full range. Mm-hmm. Expect anything. Mm. He's gonna get the whole Marvel play box. Play box, toy box. He's gonna get the whole Marvel toy box. Do you think those give him the characters that they want to kill? They're like, hey, you kill these characters in this oh, movie. You know how funny? Like, kill them off for us. You know how funny it'd be? Like, hey, here's Batrock the Leaper. You remember him? Bam, dead. <laughs> um, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one that I'm excited for, um, Moon Knight, played by Oscar Isaac. He's been confirmed. I, they kind of went with an okay. older actor. I kind of wish they would have went a little younger, but... I know nothing about the character of Moon Knight. I, I don't know, there's know a enough. Lot, there's a lot of people... A lot of people. That's not the right way. There's a niche that love Moon Knight, and but, that's that's great, so it gives me some excitement for that, but I don't have any personal investment going... The name is cool. Like, Moon Knight, okay, the costume is cool. Yes. So, He's, good design, good name. That's all I got. Well, Oscar Isaac, 
I think why they went with him too is because he's just a well-known, established actor, and yep. the fact that he has to play a multi-personality schizophrenic hmm. superhero. Like he changes his identity based on the superhero that suits that situation. Hmm. So he has a Wolverine-esque personality, he has a Spider-Man-esque personality, he's got a Punisher-esque personality. Like he's got a bunch of different personalities that fit the situation at hand. Oscar can pull that off. Yes. Um, another one on here that I'm looking forward to, and this is probably the the last one I'm going to touch, great. is Armor Wars. It's which is going to sound a little like weird at first that it's going to be because it's War Machine, like he's going to be the whole focus, mm. and that's not really what I'm excited for. I'm sure, excited for sure. the fact that it will a probably set up Ironheart, but b the fact that like the whole concept is Tony's armors and stuff is in the hands of all these bad people. Like, all his weapons and tech have gone to the wrong hands. So the whole sure. concept of it is going to be Rhodey going back and basically securing Tony's legacy again. That's cool. And that's why I like that's it. Because, cool. like, yeah. we're going to get... Yeah. We're basically going to deal with Rhodey dealing through Iron Man's death the way he needs to deal with it. Hmm. He's like, this is my, my last gift to my friend. Right. Good so pick. It's a good pick. And uh, there's rumors that Vision might actually show up in that one. That makes sense. That'd be a that'd be a natural place for him to yes to pop in. But really I'm hoping, I'm hoping we see some like old school Iron Man uh, like villains right. like Hurricane right and uh, or is it Hurricane or Torn? Eh, whatever. There's a dude that makes twisters. And then uh, <laughs> like a, a different Whiplash. Maybe that's where the mutants come in. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe more comic accurate like Whiplash. Um, I, I don't know. Modok maybe. Sure. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many like, stilt man. Give us stilt man, please. Because Come on. we need a laugh. But my point is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, that's great. That's great. The the easy pick, right? Like kind of the the vanilla pick is Fantastic Four, um, and boy have they not ever been done right no in the movie the first fantastic four was horrible the casting was good yeah like the guy who played reed richards in that fantastic choice good choice like i don't think good you choice. could have picked a better reed richards yep and sue storm was yeah obviously a great choice too but yeah um but for me it's blade yeah that'll be cool i enjoyed the blade movies with wesley snipe um in three movies First one, boy, when did that come out? I just gotta look. Two thousands, early two thousands. So that yeah. might be rated R too, which would be fantastic. Sure. Well, all all three of them were, and as we we were talking about pre-recording, Ryan Reynolds was in the third Blade movie, and Ryan was cut up. Ryan looked unbelievably shredded. Nineteen ninety-eight, his first Blade oh, movie, Blade Two was 2002 and Blade the third they called it Blade Trinity was 2004 okay okay um first Blade movie good uh a little bit on the creepy side vampires right not unexpected not unexpected but Wesley Snipes just kicking ass taking names fantastic Blade he was great Wesley Snipes cannot be ignored the gear the variety of it that he employed awesome I mean the the sheer creativity and how he killed vampires, so much fun to watch. So that was great. I don't think they've cast the new Blade yet. They have. Have they? Yes. Who is it? Marshala Ali. It is him? Yes. I had a friend of mine said that's who he wants it to be, 
but he didn't know for sure it that's who it was. It is confirmed Marshall Ali. Fantastic. He's the only one confirmed in that series, that's that movie fantastic. so far. That's all they need. That's all they need. That's, that's and great. And it's funny because he was like a Luke Cage villain first. Yeah. And he right. was great as it. And then they just freaking killed him off. Yep, that was yep, stupid. Don't even get started that on that. That was stupid. No. So that's my pick for the TBD. There's, I love your, uh, your synopsis for Armor Wars. That gets me excited for that. The rest of them, you know, we'll kind of see what comes from that. Low-key excited for the Wakanda series. I think there's some good things that could come from yep. that. But uh, That could just be really good for world building. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they did a great job with the Black Panther movie of building that world of Wakanda. Like, there was some genuine effort that went yes. into developing the depth of the various layers of the Wakanda society. So, they've got plenty to work with there, but... It's Blade for me. Rest of those yep. are gonna. It's gonna be fun to see what comes. Secret Invasion. That's gonna be cool. Yep. Uh, but Blade's where it's at. Blade is. Well, what's gonna be great about Blade too is it's gonna introduce another side of the Marvel universe. Right. You're getting the supernatural. Right. We don't really like. You could argue that for Doctor Strange, but I, I call that more of the mystic side. Sure. And for sure. you're gonna get the supernatural side with Blade. And I think I think that's what's going to be great. And they could be making these movies and shows forever. Yes. I mean, there is so much they haven't tapped into yet. And what's Echo? Unreal. Do you know what Echo is? Because I don't know what that is. I think I do. So there is a there's a comic called Secret War, not to be confused with the Secret Wars. Okay. Okay. Secret War. This happens pre pre Civil War. Pre Civil War. Okay. Okay. Nick Fury essentially tries to take out the new leader of Latveria. Dr. Doom is not in the picture at this time. Okay. It backfires pretty hard to the point where Nick Fury chooses to self-impose himself in an exile. Mm -hmm. And Echo emerges as a character within this storyline who helps Nick Fury just when it seems like all is lost actually effectively take out the new leader of Latveria. So she's got the ability to cause tremors, so kind of low-key earthquakes, right? But she's got the ability to hone or target where she wants that tremor to take place to where if she goes, I'm going to burst your heart in your chest, she could do that. So really unexpected. She just looks like a, you know, your run-of-the-mill individual. But no, no, she's got some sick abilities. So pretty cool character in that comic storyline. That's a good old school one we can delve into at some point. Interesting. The art in that comic is phenomenal. Um, I haven't seen anything by that artist before or since, but really cool, really cool story. I'm guessing that's that character. No idea what what the show is going to do with that. Yeah. Um, but there you go. And that's, now the only thing, the only thing I hope now from any of this is yep. we get a good Ghost Rider. Hey, if Mephisto comes into play, Ghost Rider's got to be coming. Right? 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 And then uh, Nicolas Cage is in the MCU, because Meph- why not? Mephisto and Blackheart. Okay. Which is like Mephisto's son. Okay. But he's badass, too. So, legit. Give us the Mephisto relatives. Mephisto, Bring Blackheart. Him Bring him in. I want Ghost Rider. Yeah. So. That's great. Well, that's I great. think with that, we should probably wrap her up. Yeah, that's a bevy of content. I mean, how generous are we? We yep. promise an hour. We give an hour more twenty than that. twice. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so good for us, really good for you. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in, mm. and uh, we'll catch you next time. You bet. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Godspeed. Mm.